Daf Dalad Amud Beis and Hey Amud Aleph. The boomerang effect of thoughts. Rachmana Kari Maisa. The shoe has been dedicated kindly by Rail and and Michael Gordon. Thank you in memory of their father. At the twentieth yard is today. Rabariya Beramodachaim and the Meshoma have an aliyah. I feel as if I have a bit of a part in your existence when you tell me that my father married your parents and. <laughs> Whatever schus he had in you, I was Yorish. That's why you're sitting in the shir here every day. We'll see in the learning today why the vision of from the river to the sea is going to be fulfilled. And it will be a one-state solution, not a two-state solution. And the force that will bring about its fulfillment is not us. The force that is going to bring about their fulfillment is the Palestinians. We'll see in the Gemara how this, how this works. So we start off with a few psukim in Pasha Shoftim on Edim Zoyimimim. Ki yakumed Hamas, interesting, be'ish la'anoth bo'sara. If a witness comes from Hamas, an evil thinking person, to cause damage, v'darshu ha'shoftim etevi ne'ed sheker ha'ed sheker ha'na'vecham. And the, the Shoftim, the judges, are very careful and they figure out that this, these witnesses are false. And the only way we really can figure out that the witnesses are false is if other witnesses come and say, you were not even there that day. You were somewhere else. True false evidence is when we have evidence about the Adim, not about the event. We don't know whether the event happened or not. All we do know is these Adim are false. These Adim are lying. That we know for sure. That's called Adim Zermamin. And then the din is, You do to him what he planned to do to his brother. The same onish, whatever punishment he was going to cause to the person in, in court, you now give to the aid. And you will destroy the evil from within your midst. It's interesting, we don't only destroy evil when it's in our enemies. If there's evil in the Jewish people, we destroy that as well. That's important to understand in the, in, in the current situation. This is not about a war against enemies, it's about a war against evil. And it doesn't matter where the evil is. If there's true evil, even in the Jewish people, you have to get rid of it. And Rashi says, Kasher Zaman brings the Gemara, the most strangest halacha in Edim Zomamin is, if the sentence was carried out, you no longer punish the Edim in this way. So they get a much stronger punishment if their will was not carried out than if it was. So they come along and say, this person murdered, uh, Reuven murdered Shimon, so Reuven should get the death sentence. The witnesses are found to be Edim Zoyimimim, so the Edim get the death sentence. But if Reuven was given the death sentence erroneously already, then we don't give the death sentence anymore to the Edim, although you would think they've done more damage. And that's, that's the difficulty in the whole parish of Edim Zoyimimim. And then interesting, why do you have to destroy evil from within you? Not just because of that evil, but it's also preventative. So that those who are left alive never try this again. They realize how serious this is. That's what a viata aramik is. This is not about, in our situation, it's not about Israel's right to defend itself. It's about Israel's obligation to make sure it doesn't happen again in the future, not to us, not to anybody else in the world. That's what it is. That's what Bi'arata Harami Kirbecha is. That people need to know. It's going to be destroyed. It's going to be pulled out. And that nobody else will do this ever again. That's the purpose of this type of punishment. Okay, so where do we see the whole, the whole future thing? So the, we had the Mishnah that gave us four primary Nezikin, which we learned, Shor, Bor, Eish, Maveh, and Heve. On Daftalid, Rabbi Yoshaya expands that to 13. And Rabbi Chia expands it to 24 different types of Nezikin. 
That's all on Daftalit. Included in Rabbi Chia's 24 types of Nazikin of damages one can cause is Adim Zonamin. It's one of the ways you can damage somebody by giving false evidence against them. Asks the Gemara, we see that even Rabbi Chia, who brings 24 forms of Nazikin, doesn't bring Nazikin that are caused by mouth. Doesn't bring Loshon Hora as one of them. He doesn't bring Moser. There are various mouth initiated damages that he doesn't mention. So why mention Adim Zonim? That's also a mouth initiated issue, a damage. Answers the Gemara. Even though that Adim Zonim is in fact a verbal damage that doesn't entail a physical act of damage, other than the words, the Torah calls it an action. It isn't really an action. Earlier we talk about, about Motsi Shemra and we say that Motsi Shemra includes an action because there has to be a physical relationship has to have happened. But in the case of, of Adim Zomimim, we don't say there is actually an action. We say the Torah calls it a Maiseh. You do to him what he planned to do to his brother. Ask the Achronim, but still it says he planned. It doesn't say he did. In fact, if he did, you can't. Adim Zomimim doesn't work. What do you mean the Torah calls it an action because it says la'asot la'achiv? It's a mam la'asot. You've got to read the two words together. It's what he planned to do to his brother, not what he did do to his brother. How can you say that it's a maise? The various Achronim, the Rabbi Shabbat brings the Nitziv, and the Nitziv, they all go along a certain line, and I bring four Four difficulties, we haven't got time to go into them, but I raise four difficulties in, in learning it that way, that there really is a Maisa because this works only after Gemara Din. It, it's very, very difficult to understand in the words of our Gemara and in the words of a Tosfus in Shfuz and of it's, it's incredibly difficult to answer, to explain. So we're going to take a different approach to what this is about. Why is Eid Zomem, this type of false evidence, called by the Torah an action, when it isn't an action. To do that, we're going to learn a remarkable Rebbe Chonon Vasaman in Ksubis, and we're going to use a Malbim in the Chumash to understand it, and then a mind-blowing Maral Miprag, and then it'll, it'll become clear. Says Rebbe Chonon Vasaman a strange thing. The punishment given to an Eid Zomeim is not caused by any action they took. But what they were going to cause to the other boomerangs back to them. It's not their action. It's got nothing to do with a love that doesn't have an action or a love that does. It's completely different. This is a very unique halacha where it's not because of anything they did. It's because of the boomerang effect of this particular isur. It's as if they inherit it. Just as an inheritance comes to somebody without an action, normally if you acquire something, you do a kinyan, you buy, you from the things that you do. But a Yorish, a, 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 an heir, how does an heir get the property? It's Mamel, it comes automatically, he does nothing, it's passive. So the punishment that comes to an aids or maim, says Rebel Chonan, is passively instituted. It doesn't come from them. It actually comes from the other person. It comes from the person they were trying to be Mechaev. It's a very difficult Rebbe It's like, really? Like, what, what are you talking about? To understand the Rebbe firstly, the Malbim. 
The Malbim explains that kashe zamam zam, zimum zamam is a particular kind of thought. It's not just that I, I, I had a bad thought, I planned to do evil. Zamam is a detailed strategy. And he calls that a machshava amuka. This is not just I would like to kill this person. He actually has worked out the entire plan step by step. And he began executing on the plan. And the only thing that got in his way was somebody caught him out. Somebody else came and said, You were with us that day. You weren't even there. Had that not happened, the plan would have been executed. The plan was so perfect, nothing could go wrong, except it did go wrong. That's Zamam. To have a plan of action that is carefully thought out. To damage another human being, that's what, that's what Zimum means. So bear in mind, we're talking about a, a mashova with a lot of energy. Thoughts have energy. We know that. A good thought has good energy. A bad thought has bad energy. But there are levels of energy. You can have a, a, a thought which has like a, a little bit of energy like out of a transistor in a, in, in a circuit. And you can have a thought that has nuclear energy. It depends on, the, on who's the thinker and what the thought is. What is the power of the thought? And the Malbim introduces us to the idea that Zamam is a very powerful thought. This is not just a little faribal. Somebody has a bit of a tiny against somebody else wants to do them, them in. No, this is a carefully thought out plan for the demise of the other person. What does the Maharal say? A machshova is an interesting thing. It says, You must expunge the evil from your midst. Perush davar shehura. It's not the, just the person. You've got to expand the evil thing. What is the thing? Now, a, th- a person's thought, well, this person didn't do anything. The Adim Zomim didn't do anything. They just planned to do something. So all they've got is a thought. A thought isn't a davar. How do you, uh, how do you uproot something which isn't real? Because you can think one thing one day and you can think something the other way. But he says this, this plan, this thought is a thought until the moment it's implemented. A very important principle, just an energetic principle, a global principle, a universal principle, a cosmic principle of the Maral. And that is that a thought is full of power until it's executed. When it's executed, there's no longer power in the thought. The thought's done. And you know that anybody who's given a shear knows how much, how much energy there is in, in the thought process of the shear and how exhausting that is until you've given the shear. And then you stop thinking about it. It's done. You would have to start. It's very hard to start thinking about it again after you've given the shear because you've executed on it. A thought loses its energy upon execution. Now you've got the thing. Now you've got the shear. You've got the work of art. So you've got the business that you've built. But that energy that drives an entrepreneur when he's busy thinking about his business, once he's built his business and he's really, now he wants to exit, now he wants to sell and get some money, he's no longer driven by the thought process. That energy is lost once you execute. Once an aids or maim executes, once the person is actually given the punishment, the thought process of the aids or maim is over. There's nothing to destroy. What do you have to destroy? The thought. But the thought doesn't exist after it's been executed, says the Maharal. We're not even finished with the Maral. And if you think that's amazing, says the Maral, just listen to what's coming. And what is that? It is the nature of thought, of this level of, of wickedness of thought, of this level of detailed strategic thought. It is the nature of such thought. 
If the thought is inappropriate, it's the nature of the thought to bounce off the person to whom it's directed. He says it's like driving a ship into another ship. And your ship gets damaged as well. It's like throwing a ball at a wall, he says. It doesn't hurt damage the wall, it comes back at you. That's what a strategic thought is. If the strategic thought is founded on evil, on wrong, all the force of that thought hits the wall and shoots right back at you, says the Maral. That's the cosmic design of the world. That's what a thought does. And therefore, and so on, he goes on to explain a number of different Gemorras in that way. If the stone doesn't penetrate the object to which you're throwing it, it bounces back at you. Once it's penetrated, it absorbs the energy. The energy is now gone from the stone. So if the Eid Zomeim actually acts out and the person is killed, then the stone has been absorbed by the object for whatever reason, and there's no longer energy in the stone. The thought retains its energy until it's absorbed. If it isn't absorbed in he to whom it's directed, it bounces back and gets absorbed by he who created it. That's the way the world works. That's the power of a negative thought. Now, if it's a little kind of a negative thought, it doesn't work like that to the same extent, or we, we wouldn't feel it as much. But if it's a strategic thought that's been thought out in detail, then that's what, what happens. He says, we see that in Purim with Haman, that's the, the idea, we see this in, in many different places, that that's how the world is built. And that's why I say, what happened on October the 7th is not going to happen to the Palestinians. Because it's not Asher Zaman, it's Asher Asu. They did it. So the energy of that evil thinking, that's gone. We absorbed that, Nebuch. That was our, that was our Korban. We absorbed that energy. That's never going to happen to them. No Jewish state, no Jewish army, no Jewish person would ever do that to anybody. It's not going to happen to them. But their thought, what are they zomem? They zomem from the river to the sea, a single state. That they will get. It will be a single state from the river to the sea, a Jewish state. That's what they'll get. And the power that will bring that about will be the force of their evil bouncing off us because we have the protection of Hashem. The more they want that, the more they demonstrate throughout the world, the more energy they give to that, we should celebrate it. The more energy they give to this thought of wiping us out, all of that energy is going to bounce off us and hit back at them. And the source of that energy will be them. It won't even be us. And that we learn from the Guraria, from the Maharal on Kasher Zamam, what the underlying cosmic principle of Kasher Zamam is. And that's why our Gemara says, the Torah calls it, that although it's not a Maisi, he doesn't do anything, because what happens to him, as the Rebbe Chonin says, is not because of his action. It's not his action that causes it. That's why it's not a Lav Shish Maisi. It's not a Maisi. I bet. But so then how does it work? Why is it included? Because there is a Maisi. It comes back from the other person. It's not from him. He inherits it. He doesn't create it. And that emits Hashem is the way these things. And we need to know, not just in terms of what's happening in the world today, but in terms of our own actions, be very careful of negative thoughts. Negative, you know that they say, bearing a grudge is like hating somebody and drinking poison so that he will die. It just kills you. It doesn't kill him. Lashon Hora doesn't kill him. It kills you. 
and hate and, and all, the, all of these negative thoughts do nothing for somebody who doesn't deserve them. We're talking about somebody who does deserve them. Somebody who doesn't deserve them, it does nothing against them. It only works back against you. That's the nature of bad thoughts, says the, uh, the Maharal, the Malbim, and in a halachic sense, Rebbe in explaining this, uh, this difficult piece.